Johnny's on the podcast this week. Um, so 2020, pretty successful for you. Uh, you ended up finishing third, losing to the uh, soon-to-be champ that year, Roscoe. So kind of take us through 2020. Um, you know, what were your expectations coming into the year? Did you meet those? What was your uh, what was your squad like? My expectations going into last year was obviously to win the Super Bowl. I I had a team that I thought could definitely I could definitely compete for a Super Bowl, and I you know started off the season great. And I think I think the one thing that really hurt my chances early on was Dak Prescott's injury. I got him in the off season last year, signed him to a big uh, four year contract, and you know with the offense that he was in and their defense being so bad, uh, you know, he started the season off great. And I actually ended up having my first loss of the season, the week that he went down. So I'm not sure if that was like week five or week six last year, but he went down with that, that bad ankle injury. And I think I only got like 11 points out of him that week. So that kind of, that kind of screwed me for, for that week. And then I was kind of forced to making trades because I was in a position where if I, you know, if I could get a quarterback, a good quarterback, um, I still thought I could compete for a title. I ended up getting um, Russell Wilson, me and uh, me and my buddy uh, duck made a trade and <laughs> I got, I got Russell Wilson. Um, you know, he started, he started off, he was on fire and then they kind of, he kind of tapered out at the end and ended up um, making a move. Actually, I had, I mean, made a move early on to pick up Jalen Hurts just to kind of, hold and kind of stash just to see what he would do and it ended up you know paying off and at least giving me a chance uh when I played Roscoe in that semifinal game it was a high scoring game I know he scored like 220 points or something like that it started with um Darren Waller he had Darren big uh, big night on I think a Thursday night game from yep. Waller he got 30 yep. some points out of Waller so I was in a big hole early and I probably if if I'm not in a big hole and I had I actually had Keenan Allen too I think it was the uh Raiders and the Chargers that played that Thursday game Keenan Allen was he said he was said he was going to play and he was going to be good he I he was very limited I don't think he I actually don't know if he caught a pass so that that hurt me getting a zero because I had two other Chargers receiver I had uh, Tyron Johnson who I was debating on starting if if uh, Allen would have just sat I was going to plug in Johnson to play and I think Johnson ended up being worth 16 points which may have been the difference uh, in that semifinal game but Allen didn't play that hurt me and you know I lost ended up losing to Roscoe in that semifinal but I did make the move after falling behind after Waller's big you know 30 point Thursday night I made I made the ballsy move and I thought it was you know Granted, it didn't pay off, but at least it gave me a chance. Because if if I start Russell Wilson that week, I, I get blown out, have no chance. Jalen Hurts, I think, played Arizona that week and had I think he went off for like forty some points, and it at least gave me a at least gave me a fighting chance. So I that was I, I thought that was you know the best best move I made all year, the ballsiest move I made all year to to sit Wilson, who was you know an MVP candidate, you know halfway through the season, and then go with Jalen Hurts, who I think had two starts under his belt up until that point, but. Just uh, injuries kind of hurt me last year. The Prescott one, you know, really stood out, and that one, that one really hurt me early on and forced me to making some moves that you know I didn't wasn't really crazy about making, but I needed to do something at the quarterback position, and you know, just uh, came up a little bit short in the semifinal game. But you know, injuries happen, and that's uh, that's just the name of the game. It's all it's all luck here. And I know Dak, the first five weeks, Dak was on pace for like the best fantasy season for a quarterback. I know when he got hurt, it took, I think it was like two weeks for the rest of the league to be able to catch up to his stats just because of how bad 
uh, Dallas's defenses. So if he doesn't go down, I think it changes obviously the course of the season. And um, I'll never forget. Yeah. When you started hurts, you know, even Gary in the comments oh, on yeah. Facebook said that was, you know, that was a ballsy move and that was probably the move of the year. I mean, it didn't pay off, but you know, it, it, it kept Roscoe on his toes. And um, I know that's, you know, getting Dak back and, and, and things like that, that should change it. So as far as, you know, you said you went over a lot of moves in 2020, we'll get to your most controversial one in a little bit, but uh, apart from, you know, making those quarterback trades, any trades that you sort of regretted or any trades that you're like, yeah, that was, that worked out for me. I don't think there was any trades I really regretted. I actually did at one, at one point um, early in the year last year, I did have David Montgomery. And if I would have, if I would have kept David Montgomery uh, the last four or five weeks of the season he played a very soft schedule and he he was unbelievable the last four or five weeks so I guess looking back on it if I don't make that trade maybe things happen a little different because I'm Montgomery the last I think five weeks was was a top five running back as far as well he might have been he might have even been in the top three because he put up I mean he put up huge numbers down the stretch I know I know I had Montgomery um, at one point last year and traded him uh, middle of the season but if I hang on to him, you know, that might, that might've made the difference, but it was, uh, it was just, I, when, when Prescott went down, it just made me, you know, I, I had my team set. I had a good, you know, I had a good core. I had, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara and Derek Henry were my two running backs. You know, Prescott was, I think we, it was uh, you, myself and Nick last year, we were kind of previewing last year's season on who we thought was going to be like the league MVP. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. thought, I thought, Pre- I thought Prescott was going to be based on the salary, uh, the contract that I got him too. I got him for a four year, I think like 11 million per year. And he was, he was on pace to throw over 5,000 yards, uh, well over 5,000 yards last season. And you know, if he does that, he stays healthy. I think he, you know, I think that's a lot different and, and who knows, I might, you know, maybe finish, maybe finish ahead of Dylan and uh, finish first place, get a different matchup in the playoffs. A lot of things that can happen, but that's just the, uh, that's just the way they played out. So I, I, as far as moves, I regret, I don't think I regret making any moves. I think all the moves that I made, I, you know, were just, they were necessary, you know, to kind of keep me afloat and, you know, keep me in contention. Cause that, that's what I was shooting for last year. You know, the last two years I was shooting for shooting for a Super Bowl. Unfortunately it didn't happen. And I've had, I think uh, the last two years in the regular season, I think my overall record's like 21 and five, but can't seem <laughs> to find that. Can't seem to find that, uh, that playoff win. So, but as long as I get to the point, I'm, I'll be all right. Cause I uh, at least got a shot. So take us through, you know, rookie draft happened. We'll have a, a big recap episode later on, but walk us through the night of your rookie draft. You know, who are your picks? Uh, did you get who you want? Um, and, and things like that. Cause I know there was a couple guys uh, trying to swindle into different positions. Were you looking to trade at all? How'd your draft night work out for you? You know, obviously with, with everything that happened, you know, prior to the draft, um, I was going to, my first pick, um, was going to be Najee Harris. That was going to be my, that was going to be my number one pick. I wasn't going to go uh, Kyle Pitts. I made, I made the decision to not go. I, I was think I was thinking Kyle Pitts was going to be number one, but I made the trade and acquired Tyler Higby, who I think is there's potential there. I think he's going to have a decent year. Cause I traded, I traded away Travis Kelsey. I traded away Alvin Kamara uh, during the offseason to kind of free up money. I ended up trading, I think and him and those two players and Raheem Mostert. And I ended up getting all those picks plus freeing up a ton of cash space. So I ended up, I, I looked at it uh, just before we started here. I know I, I traded those three guys. I traded Kamara, Kelsey, obviously, you know, top players at their position. And then a uh, cheap guy with a good contract in Mostert, who when he's, 
healthy and on the field, he's valuable, but that's his, his problem has been, he's just hasn't been able to stay on the field. So I traded those three guys and I ended up getting what's eventually turned out to be nine players with all my draft picks. But you know, the, the duck gate thing actually might've been the, the more I'm thinking about, it might've been a blessing for me because um, I had the, I had the first pick, the third pick and the fourth pick, and that's all I had. And I would have had, granted if that would have stayed the same i would have had less money than i do now so giving back that first pick i actually acquired three extra players and am still about six or seven million um ahead of what i would have been if i would have made the first pick and i took Najee harris but my if i would have kept if i would have been at one three and four my one three and four were going to be harris in in no specific order i guess at three and four but it would have been harris and then Chase, and then Javante Williams. I was kind of hemming and hawing between Javante Williams and Javante Smith for a while, but I just, I like the situation that Williams is in in Denver, and I like the fact that Melvin Gordon's in the final year of his contract. So I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Williams can give me some production this year. Um, I think he's going to be somebody who maybe towards the tail end of this season, you know, I'm going to kind of rely on more. And then of course, next year, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be good. Uh, at the tail end of this year, I'm not going to rely on too much early on in the season, but tail end of this year and next year, I'm uh, hoping, hoping for big things. And I got, you know, him and Derrick Henry right now on my roster. And I think, I think Jamar Chase with, with the way Cincinnati's going to be able to throw the ball and all it, as long as they can keep Burrow upright, I think Chase is going to be a good pick. And, you know, the, the three other guys, you know, it's, it was all kind of a, I think this draft, was, this rookie draft was very top heavy too. It was top heavy. And I think everything after that was kind of just a dart throw. So we'll see. Hopefully if, if any of my other picks can pan out, I think it would be a good thing. I'm the last pick was Zach Wilson. I needed a quarterback and I was like, you know, he's going to start from day one. So I figured, you know, why not? I mean, I'm paying him a million dollars for the next uh, next three years. So and I he, think. Uh, and and Wilson was a guy you traded you know, back in for Wilson. Yeah. Yep. I traded. I traded in just because I needed the quarterback. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how it was going to go with. I was going to make the move um, with Roscoe in the second round. And I was going to move up and trade trade up to get Trey Lance. And I was reading more and I does I don't know if he's gonna start from day one. And I was kind of kind of worried about that. Not then my situation now with you know, I got 13 million more dollars in you know, ready for the free agency than the next closest team to me. So barring anybody drops uh, any players prior to the prior to our auction, more than likely I'm gonna get uh, two quarterbacks for for a decent price because there's not very many teams in the league that need a quarterback right now so i can't i can't see a lot of teams i know russell wilson's out there jalen hurts uh there, there's a couple quarterbacks out there but i can't see anybody spending a lot of money on a quarterback when everybody's pretty much got that position filled so i figured i'd get wilson you know worst case scenario he's third string just eating up a roster space you know best case scenario he comes in and does well and you know gives gives me another option at the quarterback position yeah, I think I think Wilson's a, a good long-term move. And you keep talking about, you know, the the trades you made this offseason, Kelsey, Kamara, things like that. Um, you're a guy that was in cap hell. I know you were probably watching the the salary cap situation in the in the in the league and what that was gonna do with the collective bargaining and stuff. So you went from a team that was in an impossible position salary-wise to a team. Would you say you're in pretty good position now? I think I'm in, I think I'm in real good position. And I, the reason I did it was the, I think, I think this free agent class is, is very good too. I think there's some very good players. There's uh, there's three or four running backs out there that, 
would are, are guaranteed starters on pretty much any team in the league. Um, there, it's a good receiver class. Granted, I don't need I don't need much help and wide receiver may grab depend. It's it's all going to depend on you know what people are willing to spend. I mean that's I'm I'm basically putting the ball in everybody else's court because I got the I got a lot of leverage here for money and I'm not I'm not going to overspend on a quarterback. My you know my money is going to come on running backs and wide receivers. And there's, you know, uh, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson. Uh, those are two running backs. Austin Eckler's out there. Um, Mike Davis from Atlanta. You know, there, there's some good, there's four good running backs out there that I value. And I mean, I'm not, you know, if I pay 13 million a year for a running back, I'm, I'm breaking even and I'm even with the rest of the, or the next closest guy, which I believe is Chris, either Chris or Joe. It might be Joe. He's got uh, 38 million going into, going into the auction as of now. And I got like 51. So, I mean, I can spend, I can spend a lot of money and I'm, I think it's in a, I think I'm in a good position right now because I got uh, a core of Julio Jones, Keenan Allen and Derrick Henry. And I, I think Jamar Chase is going to be, a strong player for me this year. So having those four, and if I pick up, you know, three or four more solid starters and free agency along with a decent quarterback, I think there's uh, no reason why I can't contend and make the, this team, which right now, if you look at it, it goes, eh, you know, middle of the pack maybe, but you know, you can, you can never really tell until after that auction, once the teams are really set. Right. And so going into the auction, so running back is pretty much, that's your lock. That's, that's what you're targeting right now. I mean, I have Derrick Henry. I got Derrick Henry right now. I got Javante Williams. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go heavy. I'm going to go heavy on running backs. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't think I'm going to overpay. I'm not going to overpay for anybody. I mean, I, I have a lot of money. That's the, that's the thing. So if anybody's, if, if anybody outbids me for one of those top end running backs, they're not going to have a whole lot left to fill whatever. And I know everybody's in a different, different situation. Obviously everybody, some teams almost have their teams filled. Other teams, you know, need a handful of guys like myself, but, you know, there's nobody else out there with yeah, over 50 million uh, waiting to spend. So, um, yeah, I'm going to running, running back and wide receiver, you know, the skill position. I, if I get, you know, a top end wide receiver, I think I'll be, I think I'll be set there, you know, a couple, couple running backs and a, and a decent quarterback. And with, with the money I got available, I, I, the kicker defense situation, I'll be able to pretty much get the top choice of whatever whatever defense I know the Rams are out there Rams defense so high on my free agent list so I mean nobody's going to want to spend up for a defense where you know if I if I throw two million out for a defense for one year then it's not going to hurt it's not going to hurt me much salary wise so right right I think you're definitely in the you know the other guys have cap space because if you look at their roster you're like yeah, they they have cap space just judging mm -hmm. by the teams but you're a guy that's that's worked and 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 gotten into a better situation cap wise. So your goal for this year, you know, Teddy and Gary already claimed it's, you know, a championship or bust for them. Uh, so what's your prediction? What are you going to say for the four skins this year? I mean, it's, it's my goal every year to win. I don't ever, I don't ever win to play, uh, play second place or third. Uh, unfortunately, that's been the, <laughs> that's been the trend the last two years, but you know, my goal is to win um, going into this season. I'm not as high on my team as of right now, um, as I was last season, but again, that, that could all change depending on how the auction goes. You know, if I end up with getting, you know, two, two solid running backs and a top end wide receiver, all of a sudden, you know, I, I look at my team and I got one of the more balanced teams in the league. I think there's, there's two teams that stick out to me right now. Um, Teddy is not one of them and Gary is not one of them. There's two, <laughs> there's two teams, two teams out there. I think that are, are in very good positions to, 
you know, barring injuries, injuries can happen. But I, Dylan's Dylan's got a very top heavy team. Um, you know, he's got he's got Dalvin Cook, uh, Calvin Ridley, Tyreek Hill. You know, he's got a, uh, both quarterbacks. He's got uh, Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert. I think he's you know he should finish near the top again in the standings. And I I, I really like Chris's team. Chris's team's uh, he's got a lot of those wide those young wide receivers McLaurin and Metcalf and I think he's got uh, two running backs um, Barkley if Barkley can stay healthy and J.K. Dobbins you know I think Chris has got a really good team um, as of right now I don't think my team's as strong as them but I'm thinking you know regular season as of right now I'm thinking you know if I can you know somehow you know I think I think the playoffs are. I, I think I'll be able to get into the playoffs. I don't think there's any question about that. Just with the, with, I look at my, my core players, my three core players that I'm kind of going into this auction around Derek Henry, Julio Jones and Keenan Allen. I, those are, those are three guys that I'm, I'm happy, happy to have. And I can, if I can add an Aaron Jones and a Allen Robinson to, you know, a core like that and have five guys like that to start consistently every week, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. And I think that's a, I think that's a good enough team you know, more than good enough to get me into the playoffs and, you know, keep me in, keep me in contention for a title. So you're guarant- guaranteeing a playoff spot. Is that I'm what I'm guarant- hearing? Yeah. I'm going to guarantee a playoff spot. If I, with, with the salary, with the salary cap, the, um, you know, with the cap space that I have and the, you know, amount of money that I'm going to be able to spend to bring, you know, free agents in, I, I, there's, there's no way I shouldn't make the playoffs unless just the team implodes and I have a shit ton of injuries, but I know then, and there's a chance that could happen, but you know, I, with the money situation, I'm, you know, I feel like I got the league by the balls as far as going into this auction draft. Cause I, I have a shit ton more money than anybody else. And there's a chance I may, you know, I may drop another player and, you know, grab, you know, an extra two or $3 million that could make a difference on a player here and there. So, so yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to guarantee a playoff spot and we'll see, you know, once you, all you got to do is get in and then anything can happen. doesn't matter if you're the first or second seed, you know, as we've seen in the last two years. As we, as, yeah, as we saw Roscoe's team sort of come out of nowhere to win it all. Yep. So the big story, you know, we had the commission last episode and he kind of walked us through his take on Duckgate. Take us through your perspective. You're maintaining your innocence in this one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Well, my, my perspective was I had no idea when when mark originally had quit the league it it all happened just kind of it was it was just very random um i don't know it just started i don't even know how the what the conversation started as but all of a sudden all of a sudden um mark said something about i'm out and i i was under the impression he was just screwing around and then he, met, he mentioned something about, i'll never make a trade with johnny i'm out of this league and so I, I made a smart ass comment, assuming he was joking. Apparently he was not joking. <laughs> and from there, from there, it kind of just blew up. So, and I don't, I don't know if I had too many fans in this league uh, before that. And I certainly got a few less now. So, but every league needs a villain. So <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to play the role. So that's no problem. I think Gary mentioned it last year, you know, when we were in the playoffs, as long as it, he's happy if anybody wins except for me so that's that's when he, that's when you know you got the you know where i was talking to talking to roscoe a week or two ago and he's like you know i i thought i was disliked in this league and then uh i i am starting to see more and more that i'm gonna have to take second place and i was like yeah you're gonna have to yeah a long way to go uh, in this league but as far as as far as the duck gate thing i what what happened was i think one i think mark overreacted i don't know what i don't know why he 
he obviously overreacted because he's back in the league. I mean, it took him what all of a week, week and a half to finally figure out, ah, you know, I'm back in the league, you know, so it didn't really take a whole lot of talking. He got his first pick back. And again, that was, it worked out. I think it worked out actually better for me that I got my other picks, my second and third round picks back. Um, but I think the, the big problem was everybody was mad about the fact that I offered a trade with the pick that um, I was supposed to give Mark back, despite people seem to be deflecting the fact that uh, a month before, over a month before, I met, I, I reached out to Mark. Mark did not reach out to me. I reached out to Mark and said, hey, I think I owe you a pick. You know, let's get this stuff figured out. And this was in March. Understand, you know, some people in this league, you know, may look at this stuff every day. Some people after the season's over may take a break and not look at it for a while. Maybe that was, maybe that was the case with Mark. I reached out and he didn't say anything back. And I think, I think what happened, it just kind of, it was forgotten about on both ends. I think it was forgotten about on both ends. So we're out there just uh, making a deal. Granted, and the big problem would have been if the trade would have been accepted. If that, if that pick, if I would have traded that pick that I owed Mark, if that would have went through somehow, then I could see the understanding of, you know, people bitching and, you know, and then there was be some uh, bigger consequences, I guess. But the fact that everything ended up being the same, Mark ended up with his pick and there was no, uh, there was nothing, no harm, no foul on either end. I think it was just a, an overreaction. I think, I don't think people wanted to see me have the number one pick either. I think that's all that was. So do you think, would you say the, the commish overreacted with his uh, Wells report? Oh yeah, that was all a big overreaction, but he's got to do his job too. And I, you know, we try to make this seem as real life as possible, but <laughs> I mean, cause there was uh, there was, well, the word, and I, and it hasn't, I don't know if it's been uh, advertised or not, but the word um, termination was actually thrown out there. That's what I was told by, by the commission. He's like, well, we can uh, either, redo the trip. We can either redo the trade. Uh, termination's been talked about. And I was like, so termination. And I, I, when I heard that, I was like, well, I think that's uh, going a little overboard. And I said, well, just let me, let me know what you guys decide. And then they took it to, a, took it to the vote. And I was like, cause and that was actually my, idea, cause I got, I got to thinking too. I was like, well, you know, if, if I give, a, if I give up the number one pick and as long as the trades completely reversed and I get my picks back, I said, that's not, that's not really that big of a deal to me. I said, I'll give, I'll give the number one pick back, uh, which would have been, which would have Najee Harris to me. So I guess the only way, only way we'll know if it works out uh, worse or better for me is if um, it's basically, will Najee, Najee Harris, you know, be more valuable than the package that I got of would have been uh, Zach Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown and Dwayne Eskridge. So I'll be keeping an eye on that throughout the course of the year, just to see if maybe the league was on my side in that. So if those, <laughs> those, three, if those three, maybe if I'm, if, if St. Brown from Detroit and Eskridge, you know, and Wilson turns out to be pretty good. If those three hit, I'll, you know, I'll maybe I'll send out a thank you letter to the league, but then again, maybe not. <laughs> I was going to say, if those three hit, I think people are going to be more pissed than uh, well, that, if the, if the trade went through. Oh, trust me. Yeah. When I, when, when it got reversed, that's the first thing I'm thinking of. I'm going to be keeping my eye on these picks that I had to, that I had to give up and, you know, or actually get back. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And again, it, it actually, it didn't work out. It worked out pretty good for me because I have more money now. I got like six, six or 7 million more dollars than if I would have kept just the first pick and I got three extra players out of it. So it was, it wasn't all that bad, but again, I, my end was an overreaction and, 
that's okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta piss people off. It was, it's the off season, you know, we're getting, we're getting closer to the time now. So you just gotta start heating things up before the uh, auction starts before the season starts. So um, I think, I think it's safe to say we're all looking forward to those, uh, those, those weeks when you're playing against Mark, I think we're, we're excited to see how those work out, especially because, you know, you guys can't really talk to each other anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, it, if, if we're being fair, I think, you know, those rivalry weeks should be changed. You know, I, if there's, if there's ever a ri- time for a rivalry, it's, you know, it's me and Mark right now. So maybe the commission should think about changing his and maybe, maybe I won't have to play uh, Derek three times and twice back to back weeks at the end of the year. So if we're just being fair. All right, man. Any, uh, any closing thoughts for you? I don't think so. No, I've been uh, just waiting for you to get back on vacation. So we can give the, uh, give the league what they want. Hell yeah. I think there's going to be some, uh, some interested listeners for the, uh, oh, the yeah. duck gate part, <laughs> the league, the league's favorite villain. That's what they were. That's what they were all waiting for, for this podcast. So there you go. There you so. go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by, man. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll have a couple more pods this year. Absolutely. Take care. Preston. All right. Take it easy.